0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego.
1: Hey folks, welcome back. This is 986 FM and eleven seventy AM. We'll hope you had a great show. What I love doing that museum show, and that kid's gonna be good, let me tell you. So you're listening to the You Auto Know Show. We still got three, four hours to go. Tons of different topics, everything from motorsports to cars. And uh, right now I'm gonna talk to you about an interview. But first we want to thank Southwest Point of Sale for all their help. They're a uh, company that can replace a cashier and put self-checkout in, save you a ton of money. Give them a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look at your system, maybe a gas station or a grocery store. And if it works, you will have 7-day, 24-hour day service. 800-540-2149. And Hot Rods and Custom Stuff, they're a good guys right now. That's all you need to know. HotrodsCustomStuff.com. All right, hey, I did an interview uh, last week with Yokohama Tires. Uh, they're getting on another uh, line. or they're, they're supporting the Porsche group one more time. Trisha well, take a listen. She's the Yokohama Motorsport Director. All right, folks. Hey, have I got some news for you. If you're a Yokohama Tire fan, they are sponsoring the Porsche Sprint Challenge uh, of North America. I got Trisha Wall with me. She's the Yokohama Motorsport Manager. I am so envious, but I think you're just a great big babysitter, right, for all those drivers.
2: <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> ah,
1: I know, I know, I know. But it's kind of like, you know, whenever you have to kind of herd over a crew of people, it's almost kind of like that.
2: So It's a, it's a fun job, though. <laughs>
1: yeah. So what was Yokohama's mindset of coming to the Sprint Challenge? It just I'm sure it's more than exposure, or was it more R&D?
2: Well, it's, it's a lot of exposure. Um, we like to show off our, our products. We have a great racing slick, uh, that, uh, we put on the, the Porsches, uh, the Advan A005, uh, slick. Uh, we love to show it off and go to all these cool tracks that Porsche Sprint Challenge visits. You know, we go to, uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway on their road course, uh, we go to Coda, just some of the greatest tracks in North America. So it's a great, great way to show off uh, what we can do.
1: And I always tell people, you know, the reason companies are into motorsports, and it is for R and D, because it all will filter back to the to the production vehicle to make them a better, a better ride, better quality, longevity. Pretty much, you know, everything that you as a consumer would want in a tire gets tested at the track, you know. You know before it comes back, even though you guys do a lot of testing on your own
2: yep yeah, for sure we uh we do a lot of testing uh and report back to our uh, staff in Japan. We have a great staff of engineers that we work closely with, so definitely the uh, you know the racing aspect gets uh gets sent back to them and and goes through the process of uh you know making its way into the uh, production tires.
1: Yeah, and I just happened to notice this is your third year, so this isn't something you just started off fresh this year. You've already got two, more, two years under your belt as far as working with this program.
2: Yep, yeah, it's uh, it's been growing every year. So, uh, you know, it started off as a uh, one-series Porsche Sprint Challenge, and then at the start of last year uh, they had so many cars, so many drivers that wanted to sign up and, and join in on the fun that they expanded it to – two different series Uh, there's the north america series and there's a west series so we just uh we just got done uh we just got back from sebring uh with the north america series uh they kicked us last weekend and then uh in a couple weeks we're heading out to spring mountain in nevada to kick off the west series
1: wow that'll be fun i love that track spring mountain that's a real that's a real hoot but you got a good schedule Going to some awesome tracks, Barber Motorsports, Virginia, uh, Mid Ohio, uh, Road America, Circuits of America. Yeah, that's and you just yes, like right now, like you said, Spring Mountain and Sonoma. Yeah, those are and those are challenging uh, tracks for a for a tire manufacturer.
2: Yep, um, you know I got to ride in a in a GT three uh, last fall uh, at Sonoma and. I was shocked at um, how the driver could just sail in there and uh, so much grip going around the, the turn. Like, I would have pumped the brakes way back, but he just, you know, sailed it right in there, and the, the tires held. It was, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I was there last year
3: with, with
1: Ford with the GT500 and the 350R, and I've watched Sonoma on TV for as long as I can remember. In fact, I lived in Vallejo my whole life but I never got on the track. So I, I get on the track, and I couldn't help, but all I could see was Jimmy Johnson coming down the hill, losing his brakes, and going into the styrofoam. And I I was having a hard time concentrating on this track, and then, I, of course, I went out with a professional driver, and, you know, that's when you find out what these tires and what these cars can do.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: And you're right. I would have backed out way <laughs> and that guy did so let me ask you this because you know since we talked about off air that i do a motorsport show and you know everybody is having trouble getting tires you know due to uh supply demands and what have you how's yokohama are you guys set up to where you're able to support the motorsport uh venues with with tires
2: yeah you know we've we've done really well for ourselves. Uh, I think Yokohama recovered well from the pandemic and all those issues that we had with uh you know the freight uh ships offshore uh so you know since I've been at Yokohama, we've had a growing inventory and we're doing really well now uh so we have a lot of teams that are asking for our tires, not just for Porsches but uh we have a AO52. That's a popular racing tire uh, for you know people that are just kind of getting into into racing,
0: uh-huh. and
2: uh, and and we're starting to pick up really good supply on that.
1: What about dirt tires? Do you guys do anything in the dirt?
2: We do a lot of stuff in the dirt. <laughs> so we oh. we're actually down, <laughs> we're down in San Felipe right now. Uh, Doing some trophy truck racing, some UTV racing. So our, our GeoLander is the is the tire for our off road market. Uh, we have a whole range of sizes. is uh, really really a popular uh, popular tire.
1: Right. Well, it, it's funny you say that. I guess I could open this email while I'm chatting with you because I'm I think I don't know, but I might. You could be. We could we could break the news right here and see that. Ups, oh, not quite yet. I'm reaching out to Yokohama to get some Geolanders for a four by four that I have, a old Toyota four by four. And I want to put it on TV and, and do the whole nine yards, so I gotta ask answer more questions to Bill. But the the Sprint car and even the little dwarf cars and stuff, they're all just having all kinds of trouble getting tires. Do you make tires for for local tracks like the smaller ones?
2: Uh, you're talking like sprint car racing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I no, not that. Uh, I'd yeah. have to double check on on that one. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so offhand. I think those are pretty small wheels that they run on the sprint cars.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, I was just uh, just a shock because I would have. Definitely, uh, let the racing community know. Reach out to Yokohama, but you never know. You could down the road. I mean, you know, if the demand gets gets stronger, I mean, it's it's why not?
2: Yeah, I, I've heard some of those uh, some of those series are having a hard time finding a supplier. So um, yeah, maybe it's something we should look into.
1: Well, it seems, you know, it'd be a market people would love it. Uh, you know, and and I think you know it's going to the Geolander, you know. That tire looks like that could be just perfect for for the desert and off-road racers.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So people, and you guys also make street tires. I mean, I know you're the motorsport director, but you guys <laughs> do make street tires that do very, very well. So if people are, that they like to support the motorsports, the best way to do it with their own personal cars is go take a look and see what Yok- Yokohama has for your street car or truck.
2: Yeah, actually, you know, being here in Southern California, uh, we're coming out with an electric uh, car-specific tire, you know, something that... will have good road noise uh, compared to the existing tires and uh, an extended life. A lot of people complain, you know, that torque that their electric cars have kind of burns the tires up. <laughs> so we, uh, we came up with a, a good replacement tire, and that's coming out this summer.
1: Wow, that's good news. because yeah, I And I think the biggest complaint I heard was from the Tesla's, Tesla customers that their tires, they were going through tires every four to six months and they yep. had no idea but i don't think they realize the amount of weight the tesla has to push down the road and you know that's tough on, that's tough on a tire
2: yep absolutely people like to uh like to accelerate their teslas and so the tire that we're coming out with should double the double the life of the tire
1: that's fantastic well you know I, i'm looking forward to talking to you throughout the series see how well you know that uh, yokohama tire you know, fares well. I'm sure it's going to do amazing. We're talking the the Advan A005 and the Advan uh, A006 or the main tires that we're talking about here today. But I highly recommend watch the series and, and see how things go. I'm sure you guys will have your ear to the ground at every race just to see how well those tires perform.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, Tricia, this has been a lot of fun chatting. I look forward, uh, like I said, to uh, talking to you uh, down the road.
2: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for your time.
1: Have a wonderful day. Stay dry.
2: (laughs) All
3: right. right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Do that again. I got the video
1: camera running this time. Dude.
3: I I know. I was running an EAS test and doing your live show (laughs) at the same time. How about that? Yeah, I'm telling you what, man. My board ops got some moves. Let me tell you. Hey, you're listening to the You
1: Out of No Show. FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy The Answer Seven is brought to you by Express Auto Service, seventy six thirty three El Cajon Boulevard in lovely La Mesa. Take a run over there six days or five days a week. Do all your general repair, even we'll slide in a custom car if you like. Dave and Connie, family owned and operated, amazing folks. That's where I take all mine. Express Auto Service, uh, seventy six thirty three El Cajon Boulevard, six one nine. Four six three one four eight four. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. How you doing, kiddo?
4: Rocking and rolling over here in Dallas, bracing for uh, some weather. I hear.
1: Uh, we we sent that to you.
4: Oh, thanks. Well, I you just know? you know
1: um, I figured hey, our reservoirs are filling up. My well is as happy as a clam. So <laughs> I'm done with it. So done with it. I can't tell you how done with it. So I knew somebody. In the Dallas area, that said, bring it to them. So here you
4: go. I mean, we're okay with rain, but you can keep your severe weather to yourself. If you want to send things, you know, bourbon, tacos, <laughs> you know, vacation, cash. But uh, yeah, severe weather, no, yeah. that's okay. We're we're all good. Thanks.
1: You ha- you have um, enough when
4: it arrives. Ex- exactly, and you know what? Like I'm I'm currently seeking refuge, uh, A.K.A. peace and quiet, <laughs> from the back seat of the uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee L um as we speak because i know that the storm's coming in and um, uh i thought i would just sit here where it's quiet uh no kids no dogs
1: why you sound sounds like sounds like you're in the house
4: i know isn't this this is this is quite a nice ride matter of fact yesterday my daughter and i were sitting uh she's dog sitting so i was driving her over to her dog sitting and we were playing with the uh, the massaging seats because the front seats in the vehicle are massaging seats, and Jeep's done a really good job with it. And she just keeps sitting and sitting. And I'm like, Are you going to get out and go do what you're supposed to do? And she's like, Not until the massage, <laughs> you know, turns off. And I'm like, Good grief. We'll be here all day. Yeah. Um, what a vehicle, though. Um, you know, uh, I love the fact that Jeep is investing in the Grand Cherokee from the exterior to the interior. You know, they've They've always had like phenomenal off-road technology and um, their air suspension, but I feel like they've kind of uh, reignited the design and just continue to reinvest and just improve. Would you be um, would
1: you would you say that you you were surprised when you heard they were building this vehicle before you seen the vehicle or even driven it? Because I was. I went you're really. Go- you're going to do what? You're going to bring back the Wagoneer, and it's could it be almost the size of a what a suburban
4: well and let me be clear i'm not in the wagoneer i'm in the l of the grand cherokee
1: oh the um, cherokee but, oh i'm sorry i thought you yeah,
4: the wagoneer. yeah no no it's like the baby wagoneer i love the wagoneer
1: yeah 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 um, oh this was the okay gotcha I,
4: yeah but I, you know what this one is great because so i have neighbors i
1: haven't been wagoneer, in this one. so i it. haven't been in this one so i've been in the big one not the little one
4: I got to. Okay, so this is perfect because it'll fit in the garage, whereas the Wagoneer won't. Ah, uh, exactly. Garage, fit. So, but, you know what, here's here's what stopped me, right? Like I said, I'm sitting in the back seat, I've got plenty of leg room, Um basically just sitting here, you know, to chat with you. It's got three rows, so this is longer than the uh, regular Grand Cherokee because it's the L, so it adds 11.4 inches, and then it adds a third row, but what kind of I'm not really sure. I would have. I would love to talk to a Jeep engineer design team and find out why it only has two seats in the uh, in the third row. Uh,
1: are there rooms? Are they room for more?
4: Uh, no. I mean, it's, it's a two seater. So I've got the captain seats in the back seat, right? Yeah. And with a nice big armrest, nice console, and, and then, then the third row is two seats.
1: Kind of like a jumps jump seats.
4: Yeah. So I mean, they're great for. Um, Uh, infants, you know, or or, or a child in a car seat. But um, I don't think I'd want to sit that close to somebody. Um, I'd want some more space or something. So I'm not really sure why they did that. Mm -hmm. I like the ride. I love the design of the interior. I also, another thing that kind of I'm thinking about from the kid's perspective, you know, even though my kids are now out of the car seats, when I'm buying a vehicle that's a three-row SUV, Regardless of how I'm going to use a third row, I'm always looking at, okay, I probably have young kids. They're probably still in car seats. The vent sits in the the door pillar. And the problem with that when you've got an SUV is if you've got a child in a rear-facing car seat, the Mm. air is not reaching them. Mm -mm. So I'm always looking for the ceiling vents, and this doesn't have it. Mm. So just a note, you know, because... Yeah, if if you're going to be buying
1: one, you don't want to be saying later, gee whiz.
4: Yeah, and, and again, you know, I, you ha- when you buy a vehicle, I'm always telling people, like, think about it from the lifestyle you're in, the stage that you're in. My children, they're out of the car seats. They're they're able to sit in the second row the third row. They can even sit in the front seat right now, and they're fine. I will say overall, while I love the interior design, I love the premium fit and finish, I love the big screen, there's a passenger screen, etc. it seems like they made the air vent smaller. And while, you know, you turn on the car, you ride in it for a couple minutes, it will cool off. You don't have that cold air hitting your face like you do when you've got a big vent
1: okay i want you and- to write that down on a piece of paper and i'll bet you you're gonna find more 23s you drive the climate control hvac does that because i'm on my third vehicle from three different manufacturers and i mean i hate to, i know this isn't cold to you but 40 degrees And for that, and getting up at 5 in the morning and hitting the road, and I can tell by how far do I have to drive to warm up the car. And it's not that and cooling. I think it's the new AC refrigerant. I think it's the design of the system. But no.
4: smaller they're small yeah. they're not very
1: big. no that that's that's true too but and 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 yeah and put your hand over it and see how hard it blows out it doesn't blow there's cars older a lot older blow out a lot harder a lot of cold air it's a, that's how you knew the system the system worked
4: yeah well like i said you know it, over the course of 10 minutes or whatever the car was cool enough it mm-hmm. cooled down it just i like that cold air hitting my face on those 90 degree <laughs> days and and you know so it's just something to mention i mean it
1: they, I bet you could figure out a way to go into that thing with the little computer in the dash and figure that one out. I'll bet you. You know, they're so I don't know. they're so programmable nowadays, it's ridiculous.
4: You think so? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's
1: something to play with. I, I, see, it's I okay to put it's okay to push the other buttons, Kristen. <laughs> it's okay. You're not gonna blow it up. <laughs> You're not gonna break it. Explore, have some fun. And I'm only hey, saying that because that, that was said to me. I don't want to mess. Yeah, I don't want to mess with nothing. You can I don't want to knock anything out of whack. Now I'll just not to not to worry.
4: Speaking of buttons, you know, it's got that Macintosh sound system which uh, we talked about before. I think Jeep introduced that with the Wagoneer. Actually, great mm-hmm, sound system, mm-hmm. but for some reason, every time I get in a vehicle lately that has a really good sound system, some journalist has taken the baits and cranked it all the way up. I know, um, isn't that crazy? So, <laughs> I'm showing my age because first thing I do is go in and turn it down. <laughs> yeah. But um uh, if you're in the market for a Grand Cherokee, there's six trims, so there's something for everybody. And I think the the cool thing is, um, you know, you can start in one for forty one thousand. This one I was in the Summit Reserve, so I was in the top of the line. It was base at sixty five seven ten with all the options, seventy six thousand eight twenty. But it's got some neat toys on it, like uh, night vision with animal pedestrian detection, the massaging seats, the Palermo leather seating, etc. Does have a V six. Uh, there's the V8 is available, but this one's the V6. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot for everybody. And really, for a three-row midsize SUV, if you're looking for the off-roading capability, Jeep is pretty much your only choice. Um, you know, they've been doing it the longest, and they do it the best.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt about it. No doubt
4: about it at all. All
1: right. So, uh, did you give a price? Or was I fumbling through papers
4: I just said the price I just said the cool thing <laughs> is six trims and if you start at the Laredo you're at forty one ah, thousand. Mine yeah. was the top at seventy six yeah a lot of options though with six trims you know but and you like can said, you, you got the v6 engine and the v8 yeah
1: yeah I tell people all the time when you're looking at a, at a you know a Mononi on the window and look to see what the base is and see what you can live with you mean you might be surprised but I like them. yeah and, you know, I like
4: this, them loaded this is Competing with the Telluride, the Pathfinder, and the Ascent. and yes. I know that some people are going to say, well, that price point is a little higher than those. Again, I think if you go with the Jeep, you're going with it for the uh, off-road capability right? Um, and, the, and the brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, the design. I mean, you, the Jeep design is just you recognize it right away. Um, the colorless one, which I know you didn't ask, but it's that hydro blue pearl, which seems to be pretty popular right now yeah. with the Stellantis vehicles. Mm-hmm. Definitely eye-catchy. Definitely kind of stands out. It's nice. like it.
1: Yeah. I t- yeah, I, I I totally I totally agree. Well, um do you get the that four wheel
4: speechless. I've got you fumbling for nah, running.
1: I know, I know, I know. Do you get the four wheel <laughs> drive or two wheel drive?
4: Four wheel. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is uh this this pretty much had everything had on it. Um it. you know, yeah, it's pretty much everything. I love the huge panoramic, you know, moonroof. Um got the nice headliner. Um, super comfortable ride, super good, uh, cargo capacity and everything else. I just don't understand why they kind of did the two jump seats in the back seat yeah, or in the third row, rather. Um, I'm sure there's a reason.
1: Yeah. But, so, you know, it could be anything from wheel well, clearance, you know, to, who knows it's, you, know, you just have to you know, dig into it, but you know, then there might be some folks, a couple kids, kids them in the back. Can't imagine putting two yeah. kids that close together, but.
4: I mean, that's why, right. you know, they have to get along really well, but the, you know, <laughs> They did a nice job with the design on the interior. They're really up in their game. I mean, this is a luxury, this Summit Reserve. You see the open-pore wood. You see the piano black. You see the way that they've kind of laid it out with a little chrome outline. And, and then the passenger has a screen. I still haven't figured that out. I think it looks super cool that there's a screen in front of the passenger, but I just don't know how practical it is. Yeah.
1: It, I, I look. I seen that as well, and my first thought was, can you see it from the driver's seat? And you can't because it's a – it's like a glare thing. You can't see what's on that screen, but I understand. You know, you sh- you should be able to pull up stuff that you would have done on your home, you know, inter- or your little entertainment system with the headrest, you know, uh, headrest uh, screens. That's what yeah, I just
4: I wonder. Talking. You know, I mean, usually passengers either talking to the driver, yeah. You know, maybe maybe doing a little research, helping navigate or something. I don't know. I just. I- again maybe it's the way of the future maybe we're all going to be i think you know the car is still kind of one of the few places you can kind of escape from the screens maybe not the kids but the adult. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but maybe we're moving away from that especially as we go higher and higher with the self-driving technology I know. maybe it's going to be just extra screen time for everyone i don't know
1: well if they could i i, I think they've lost us but your kids kids they may capture Because they won't have a
3: 56 Buick, you know, Century convertible in the driveway. See, I already shook my head when they started putting Wi-Fi inside the car. I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Just glued to our screens more now. Just more of an excuse. That's just me. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but, you know, Brendan's about to be a new parent. And he's going to understand that when you have kids and you're running them to soccer practice and basketball practice. And then you have the other kid in the car with you that doesn't do all that, but they still have their homework. They log into that Wi-Fi and do their homework, and it saves you a lot of grief. I was going to
3: say, if the kid starts annoying me, I'll give him the iPad with the Wi-Fi code, and they're like, okay, that that solved that issue. I'm done.
1: (laughs) Okay, so parenting 101 for Brendan. (laughs) This kid is going to be an animal when he grows up, I'm telling you. So that's crazy. Hey, how do people follow you around?
4: Hey, find us at focusdailynews.com, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Y-A-K radio, and I uh, hope to talk to you next week.
1: Of course. Have a great uh, Easter next week. You calling in? I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be here. Absolutely. Hey, Brendan's <laughs> bringing the Easter eggs. All right. All right. All right. Take care. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. This is the You Auto Know Show, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Auto Know Show. AM 1170, the answer. Little FM 961 as well. Want to give a big shout out to John's Automotive Car, 6267 Riverdale Street, San Diego. John, San Diego, autorepair.com. John's with an S, San Diego, autorepair.com. God, I love that song. I haven't heard that song in a long time.
3: I always love that one, too. Kryptonite. It's a classic. Classic. Yeah, Even it,
1: though it's only from 2000. Totally classic. Hey, you know what's cool about having your own radio show? What's that? I don't feel like talking about a car right now.
3: Oh, what do you feel like talking well, about? Well, I, 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 I,
1: I've got a, a Porsche Carrera GTS, okay? I, I feel bad that I'm driving it because everybody wants, wishes they had it. And so...
3: And I will say, I, I did tell you this yesterday during the uh, celebration of life. Yeah. I uh, was walking and I saw that car. I was like, oh, Dave's here. And, <laughs> and she was like, how do you know? And I said, trust me. Trust me. me.
1: And, and that just happened by pure pure luck, pure mm-hmm. luck. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so this is kind of the Porsche review. And I'll bounce it off. Is that a car you would ever
3: own? Uh, or if I or the have the you ever wanted. If I you, wanted it. Yeah, let me say this. Have you ever liked I've a never, Porsche? Uh, Porsche by itself. No, I have never been in love with a Porsche. You were never attracted now, to one. Now, when I saw it yesterday in that parking lot there, I was enthralled by it. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I need to know every single bit of detail with it.
1: And it's yellow. Yes, exactly. And it's, if that not the most beautiful yellow. I've
3: never seen a more beautiful yellow than that. I know. Yeah.
1: Lower to the ground. Suspension's done perfectly right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's adjustable. Uh, mass, massive tires and wheels, mm-hmm. front and rear. Brake, bra- brake rotors, as big as the ones on your, your your Nissan. Okay. Just the rotors.
3: Yeah. The first thing that caught my eye, actually, wasn't the color itself. It was the tires, to be honest. Yeah. I love the size of the tires.
1: Oh, and, awesome. and it's so funny when you buy back out of my driveway, you are know, hurry, 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 <laughs> because they're so wide, you know, they just don't, you know, they're not like a skinny tire that'll follow track. Yeah. And they're barking and barking and barking. <laughs> and then you turn the exhaust on, which amplifies the exhaust.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can be a normal person, and you'll. And I, I can only verify this by, I put it in normal, as far as driving with suspension and all that, because you have normal, sport, sport plus, Ooh. wet, okay, and individual, okay, okay. I didn't care about individual because I figure this thing knows more about this car than I do, so I'm just going to put it on sport plus, exhaust almost goes straight when you back off it burps and farts and just just the neatest sound on the planet as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. so seats uh you might want to give up a mcdonald's or two to
3: get in this car okay it's, that's okay with but that. i'm well i'm just saying no it, no i'm it, okay with that i said because uh, you know what if i'm going to be investing into that much of a car you'll be losing i'm going to be losing so much weight i'm going to do I, I, i'm told that i'm supposed to do one crossfit class per day i'm going to go three classes yeah, exactly. in CrossFit class just to fit in there. so it's tight so it's a pain to get in
1: and it's even harder to get out because it's got really high side bolsters but once you're in this car there's no nonsense
3: Mm
1: -hmm. you're you're here to drive this car and i don't mean that in a negative fashion to where you know you couldn't drive it your wife couldn't drive it all of you could drive it but it makes you pay attention Mm -hmm. and it's got a mechanic or electric pop the wing up if you want if you're going to go really really fast or you break it down and just just an amazing car
3: so what's the starting but i didn't like i I didn't like
1: porsches i mean because they they have this feel like my back is still bugging me and i've got four more days Oh, okay. and i'm complaining right yeah
3: porsche how dare
1: you (laughs) yeah i know but once i get another one oh my god I, i i it's i can't wait to go out and drive it uh what was the price on this one that's not the volkswagen $136,700 one thirty six, seven hundred is the base on this particular model.
3: That seems like the average cost.
1: And one sixty one five ten was Ooh. the test. Nice. Okay. Uh, surprisingly enough, fuel mileage: seventeen city, twenty three ah. highway, nineteen combined. I got thirty three. Whoa! So you know my foot was not no. in it. No. But I. But then I. I was trying different. You know. Factions and features on, on the car. And you, this thing can be such a nice driver. Smooth. Hand, just amazing. You know, and then if you want to get a little froggy, you know, then you go to Sport. And then Sport Plus. And, yeah. So, me personally, I, I think, uh, you know, this, would, this is a car I would put in my garage. It's a Porsche c to gts uh, racing yellow go figure who would have thought that's the paint color it's got a three liter twin turbo boxster six cylinder flat opposed puts about 473 horsepower 420 foot pounds of torque uh, and like i said you can play with the exhaust on it play with the suspension there's not a lot of not a lot of things you can do button wise then of course you can go in and uh the start stop is it's, you know you hate to have to dive into a computer of a car to try to fix something but this one's real simple push picture of the car and it gives you some features that you can turn on or turn off so but you have to every time you shut the engine off you got to go back in and redo it probably some kind of a law you know um Sound system was great. Like I said, it was a really nice uh, Bose sound system, and the interior of the car really is pretty acoustically enjoyable. Back seat delete. They look like little back seats, but they're not. So, on the particular paperwork I've got, it did say back seat uh, delete. Uh, the rear spoiler. I um, kind of liked them when they worked off of speed. You know, the faster you went then all of a sudden it's say 45 or 50, the wing would come up in the back because that's when it was supposed to do it. If you were, you know, I don't know. But this one's just an easy switch, you know, you, that same car, and it gives you the things that you'd want. Uh, PDK transmission, which is Porsche's, uh, I think it's a uh, dual clutch system with, with, of course, paddle shifters. I, you know, to me, I, I like driving the car, which, and I love the shifter on this thing, just down or up. And then of course you can put it in, in uh, manual mode if you want to do, uh, you know, that type as well. But, uh, yeah, it's just a blast to drive. Just can't ask for anything better than that. Uh, I haven't even got to the trunk. I don't even know how much space didn't really care. Did go to the grocery store, filled it up. No problem. Uh, the other thing too, from a, um, a backup camera, it's got a great backup camera. It's got the 360 as well as you know full back, which is good because it's it's uh, the way the the body's designed. You know, it's not bad off the left and the right quarters, but you know it, it could it could it could get a whole lot worse. But uh, what else was I going to tell you about it? Let me take a look. I, but I guess, really, the, the, the most important thing to talk about is the actual driving of the car. You know, this is the kind of a car that you take and you drive. You know, and you go and you go places in it. You know, you may not have a lot of luggage, maybe a soft bag or what have you, but you're just going someplace because this is, this is a driver's car. It makes you pay attention in a good way. Uh, it just kind of, you zone out. I know it sounds weird, but most people... Know what I'm talking about? If they ever done it, uh, I don't. This was just—I've been waiting a while for this. This particular car. This will be a hard one to go back. But uh, other than that, if you've never owned a Porsche or never driven a Porsche, I highly recommend you at least go rent one. You know, if nothing else, just
3: to uh, give it a sh- give it a shot. Um, so I could film a music video with that Porsche. There, I can tell you that much. Isn't that, isn't that cool? I, I'll, I'll film it and say, look how rich I am, even yeah, though I rented uh, it for just one day.
1: Who did I did? Oh, I a buddy of mine. We, we had breakfast together. And he says, take my picture, take my picture. So I says, you think you can get in it? He's like 6'5". And oh, my God, it just about killed him getting out. But yeah, I just took all kinds of pictures of him. <laughs> and he likes sitting
3: in real expensive cars that I bring. Yeah, I think he does that intentionally, just to show his friends. Like, hey, look yeah, how is it? I, I would do the same, to be honest. But that's because I'm an egomaniac, and I always look to get the attention of all my friends and family members on social media. So there you me. go.
1: Well, I tell you what, it's it's a beast. Uh, I was I had to do an event for uh, Peace in the Park, which is next uh, weekend, next Sunday. It's, it's an awesome. Just Google Peace in the Park. So, and it was a bunch of. Uh, of my low rider buddies, or you know, has three beautiful low riders. so I threw this thing into Sport Plus and came down off the hill of uh, Balboa down View Ridge, and it's a pretty steep. You know, <laughs> sound like an sound like an impsa car. Nice, coming in. Yeah, I, I could I couldn't help myself. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break. I'm going to go see. We got an awful lot of people. My goodness, they're still walking in here. There's a lot of people. Right here on the You Auto Know Show, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy, the answer.
5: Ever Turn
1: it all right, folks, welcome back to listen to the You Auto Know Show, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy,
6: the answer.
1: She snuck in again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Go to ConvoyAutoRepair.com for all your automotive needs. AAA Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, and collision dock kearney mesa they were bumper dock now collision for scratches dings and dents now the whole car that's collision all right Brittany, how are you Hi. doing today I'm don't you different. love short notice
6: i know hey Brittany, come in and talk
1: yeah come okay on, yeah.
6: well i have paperwork for you to sign thank oh, you my
1: God. <laughs> i knew this was gonna happen
6: we'll get to it off air okay uh, all is well i saw that sheldon creed oh wait have you seen
1: no, what happened?
6: Good, he finished. Oh. I won't tell you what place, but no one punted him. Good. Nobody punted him, thank right. goodness. Thank you very Moto GPs in Argentina, I have no idea how that went. Yeah. I don't watch as enthusiastically now that Valentino has retired. Yes,
1: I know. There's no sense. Well, he's, got,
6: he's a coach. He's got his own racers to watch for, right. who got first and third, I think, last week.
3: That's not bad Did you want me to uh, No
6: I was instead As I was telling our guests
3: What um, I was going to ask Did you want me to read The uh, results or no Go ahead and just Leave it The MotoGP uh, Brendan talking? Yeah, 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 I am. Sorry. Oh, you no, oh, can't tell. Yeah, she's right. looking at me like, are you, are you uh, on it? Sorry. Uh, are you talking to yourself, Dave? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Marco Bezzecchi. Hold on a second. She hasn't said oh, yes or no. sorry. Okay. Literally,
6: this was just sprung on me.
3: Okay, sorry. I'll wait.
6: Okay, what's up, Brendan?
3: Marco bazecchi, won today on All the right. Ducati, number 72. Ducati! Yep, yeah, uh, from Italy. Uh, I'll, I'll also shout out that uh, Ducati actually won the top three out of all these vehicles. Beautiful! Thanks. Uh, Zarco from France, uh, Johan Zarco from France, got second place. And lastly, in third place, we had Alex Marquez from Spain. He also was driving a Ducati, got third place today. So congratulations to all gentlemen. That's there.
6: awesome. That's, I didn't hear. Oh, you have them. That's fantastic. Thank you, Brendan. Our guest, I don't fantastic.
3: think wants to mess her hair up.
6: It is fabulous. It
1: is. So I wouldn't have done it either, but that's
6: beautiful exciting. Next to me. And
5: she always looks like that, too. Even when she takes her helmet off. <laughs> so
1: who are these people you oh, brought Oh, okay.
6: In? We'll go there already. Well, well
1: uh, I got to write them all down because I, I was going to, but then I didn't.
6: Okay. We have Michael Lewis. He's been in a couple times. Oh. He's been become quite a resource. Thank oh. you. You're welcome. For our guests. Um, I think we'll have a few more lined up and uh, listeners you may remember Michael Lewis we I met you out at Barona Oaks you were racing out at Barona Oaks and I I had been following him on Facebook mm-hmm. for a couple years and then I was like hey are you Michael mm-hmm. you want to come on the show but then he brought Gail Webb in Recently, right, and then now he 's brought some of his friends in. Um, I would imagine i didn't i we didn 't have a chance in the green room to Sorry. talk, but I would imagine you are outdoor enthusiasts oh, yes. um, and because they run and manage Blackmore Ranch, so we have Jeff Blackmore
5: and Jennifer Hughes how are you doing Hi there thanks right. for coming down Sweet. yeah we 're excited this is nice
1: well we 're going to sit here and chat. i kind of i did I sprung this on you, you know, but I was you know, sometimes when, you know, you you ask me to, you know, look at things and what have you, I just decide, ah, what the heck, you can have 15 more. All right. As a, as a I'm just, not
6: quite sure what you mean by that. Well, but, um... I mean, as
1: far as this, you know, because <laughs> normally, what do, what do we get in the motorsports uh, show?
6: Oh, I you see. Not enough time. Not enough time. Yeah, okay. It's
1: always about the time. Yes. And you haven't talked all week.
6: I. You and I haven't seen each other since Monday. No, but oh, I mean,
1: this yes. get, just gets, just gets it out. You, yeah. You, it's, so... Should we have them? Tell us what this place is. Sure,
6: because I think Michael Lewis is going to pretend, well, not pretend, but he's going to be humble because I am going to bring something up later about you, sir, Mr. Uh, Lewis. No, no. Uh, I'm the invisible man today. He's not invisible because, here it goes, I'm not going to hold back because I don't want to forget, let's make sure we find time to at least acknowledge that he was acknowledged by Skateboarding Hall of Fame recently. Fantastic. But he did bring in his friends who have this incredible, I would say,
5: Heaven on Earth, well, Blackmore Ranch.
1: Yeah, just a little bit closer. Go ahead, and pull it, uh, the whole thing it, over.
5: Uh, it doesn't seem like that all the time to me because I'm the guy <laughs> pulling the weeds work. and <laughs> painting fences. But um, I always, I always dreamed of having a golf course to ride my dirt bike on. So I just kind of fashioned it that way. So you could just imagine. Really, roosting up some manicured Rooster. properties.
6: Oh my gosh, that's a, what do you ride?
5: Well, right now I'm riding a KTM. 250F, nice. And I got a, a Royal Enfield flat tracker.
6: Oh, why? What? You know, oh, could, is not, that what that 5 eighths track is for?
5: Well, there, we have a 1 track, and then our neighbor has a 5 eighths.
6: Is the 1 eighth
5: oval or straight? Oval.
6: Oh, o- 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 that's. It's tiny. a
1: flat track. Yeah,
5: it's small. It's small. Yeah, it's no, like, you're right. You're it's a right. flat Yeah, track.
6: you're right. I forget. Yes, yeah. yeah, flat it's track
1: like,
5: is tiny. Yeah.
1: What, what, uh, now, now, do you open this to the public?
5: No, it's. Way. It's uh, it's because we're not giving any addresses. No, it's it's friends and family and certain (laughs) and events. I I read. Yeah, we do events there. I mean, Honda's been there for their team intro for Supercross two two years in a row and things like that. So, how many
1: different tracks do you have? I know,
5: right? Well, we have. Let me uh, think.
6: I know, right? He can't just. (laughs) Yeah, we have
5: a go kart track that we, you know, don't really ride go karts on anymore. We kind of do. Is it dirt? No, it's paved. Oh,
6: okay. Mm-hmm.
5: And, then, and then we have a pump track for the bicycles,
6: like up down, up yep, down, yep. down, up with down, up down, with the
5: berms and the turns. And, and, okay. Okay. and Then we have we have a little downhill mountain bike section that's like mimics what you might find like at Mammoth or Big Bear at a, at a downhill track. Oh, so we got like a big really? roll in and a wall ride and some tabletops and some jumps just to keep tuned up. We got that for those
6: who keeps those, tuned up.
5: Um, you. Yeah, I'm not tuned up right now though. <laughs> I need to get tuned up. But uh, and then we have our moto track. So we have you know a small, kind of a novelty. It's not really a big 450 outdoor track, but it's it's kind of between like a supercross size, but it's got outdoor and supercross kind of obstacles. So
6: is it like the little one at Barona Oaks? They have the smaller one that's like 100s and lefts.
5: No, it's a step up from that. Oh,
6: even bigger than that. Oh, yeah. okay.
5: And then we have our oval flat track.
6: The five eights.
5: Yeah. No. No?
6: One, oh my gosh. The smaller
5: one. The five eights one Brittany, is I told you you're gonna right next place. door.
6: I've lost count. But out. it's a I big was...
5: straightaway on that one. Oh. Yeah. But um, it's fun. And you know uh it's fun. We have f- just people wanting to come ride all the time because we made it look neat for photos and for families oh. and we have some ponds for fishing. You I think and I
6: read that you do weddings there.
5: No. Oh, um, ah. take
6: that off your website. Yeah, take well, that off something I read.
5: Well, we don't cater to those. But if friends and family or special oh. people in the motorcycle, yeah. automobile see. industry right. want to get married there, they're more than one. That's a different
1: fish. story, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a
5: different story. So, you know, we're trying to keep How many up. acres? It's 20 acres. Wow. There's three, three major, you know, ponds that are stocked with fish. And we have a race shop. That's got our motorcycle museum and our kind of our party shop. I call it the race shop. It's got a, a nice bar and, you know, motorcycles on the walls. I think there's to the tune of 35, 40 motorcycles in there.
6: Ask him. Because they're right up there. Moto Dofo. Been to Moto Dofo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah. They're great friends. You know. He probably
1: went in there and goes, now that's a good idea. Let's yeah. nail some bikes to the wall.
5: Well, um, yeah. and but Yeah. Our, ours, is a, ours is a little different. We have the... You know, they have a lot of the European older bikes. Right. And we're more, like, I got bikes from the 80s, 70s, 90s, 2000s. I got, like, bikes I wanted to uh, cater towards looking at everything that got us interested in motorcycles as a kid. So (laughs) we have a lot of mini bikes starting in the 70s. The the bikes that made us all want to be riders and racers. (laughs) So it's kind of like you can mind surf through your... Life, looking at the walls, and people do. They walk in there and 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 enjoy I going. I had those. that I, yeah. Oh, my dad wouldn't buy me one. Uh, yeah. my neighbor right, got that's one. the
1: best one. Where, yeah. where are you located?
5: We're in Marietta, California. Okay, right Marietta. Yep.
1: Well, the only reason I bring this up is because the show that was on, no, not this one, but the one before that. I've been doing this since noon. I do it in one hour for the San Diego Automotive Museum, Okay. and they always do. Series, you know, like for six months they do, you know, right now they they were doing basically popular science cars like Edsels and things that didn't quite make it.
3: Uh-huh. And oh, then really?
1: So I was thinking that you your museum ought to get with their museum as far as maybe, say, trade off some product yeah. just for like oh, six months funny. or something. Mm-hmm. Or, say, take a whole scooter group or something like that only to give you more exposure and they get more exposure. Yeah. And the new CFO, Lenny, he, it's like a big brother and he's very articulate and he's very, very good at it. So wh- whose idea was this? You guys were just sitting
5: around? And- well, yeah. Like, uh,
1: <laughs> I love those sitting around. Yeah.
5: Thoughts. You know, it, 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 great things usually don't start with a plan, right? They just like <laughs> slowly evolve. Right. So we had this, uh, still building and it was kind of like a party barn and my dad owned the property and he it's, since passed but Sorry. he had some uh of his toy race cars and his stuff in there he liked cars he didn't wasn't really into motorcycles but then when I uh inherited the property I wanted to kind of throw my little twist mm-hmm. to it and I didn't plan on doing anything with it other than have my friends over to drink beer and watch supercross or motocross on the tv mm-hmm. so um I thought it might be fun to buy a couple old bikes and have them in there just so you could look <laughs> at them while you're hanging out you know and then Once I got one or two bikes, everybody that came over and goes, Hey, I got a friend that's got this bike. Can you bring it over? And it just started growing, you know? (laughs) And then we had some Supercross uh, parties. Like we love to watch Supercross Mm -hmm. there. And like some of the retired racers like Grant Langston and Jeff Ward had come hang out and watch the race with Mm -hmm. us, even David Bailey. But, um, so I started theming some things up and I, and I wanted to, uh, to have a mix, like not all Hondas, not all Yamaha, just like, and have them all collaged out. So, you know, there was no teams, no, no, nobody would walk in there and go, oh, this is where Honda's supposed to be. It's not, it's everybody's place. Like, so I, I really kind of eclectically sprinkled things around as we went. And now, now there's probably 35, 35 bikes on the, on the uh, wall. So jeez,
6: how high do they go?
5: Uh, I think that's uh, fifteen feet the roof, so they're they're hung at about twelve.
1: Yeah, but, so that's not bad. Yeah. so you can actually see the bike, yeah. the the nuts and yeah. bolts and the grease and the grime and all that. That's that's talk about a dream come true. Ah, uh,
6: yeah. If you one.
1: had a barn and you just said, you know, I'd fill it. My no dad's problem. trying.
6: he's got a little barn. He's trying. He was sitting in it yesterday.
1: I'm on my third tough so? shed. I just no won't, boy. I just won't bite the bullet and get a real one. <laughs> but you know what? You can fill those things so fast. easily.: easily.
5: Yes. Oh, well I look at I look at pictures uh, you know that were f- yeah. five years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, look how bare the walls are. Yeah you, know, how, you don't even really notice. How do, it. it's do we survive? Like freight, it's like a freight train, yeah. you know mm-hmm.
1: right. so. Let's take a quick break. And we're going to come back and start the real deal radio, uh, <laughs> racer, racer radio. radio right here on FM ninety six one
0: AM eleven seventy. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl